family life, continual life, that you are still praying to God, that you want God to do something about. And that is what we are going to pray to God for when we are asking for our possession today. Let's look at Genesis chapter 15 and see what happened there. Okay, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in the vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I'm the seed and exceedingly great reward. Praise the Lord. And Abraham said, And Abraham said, Lord God, what will thou give me? Since I'm, I go childless, and the steward of my house is the Eliezer of Damascus. Do you see any bots in that place? What is bots? Childless. How many years Abraham has spent with God or walked with God before God is talk, before God is speaking to him here? You know that before Abraham beget Isaac, he has worked with God for 25 years. And before Abraham begot uh, what am I, Ishmael, how many years is that? Because the difference between Ishmael and Isaac is 13 years. He has worked with God for how many years? Oh, it's not 12, it's 12 years. Abraham said 12 years. 25, okay, before he, so, so, before he, so, he has been working with God for so many years. Uh, Abraham knows that the child is with God, children is with God. Why are you denying me this? You call me your friend. Always, we do have fellowship together. I've been working with you Almost for 25 years, I have been making promise concerning this, and nothing happened. And that is the basis of Abraham's fear in verse 1. We need to go back to verse 1 and see what God said to him. That is the basis of his fear. Let's go back to verse 1 of that place and see after these things. You know, I think you have you know the story in verse 14. What is the story in verse 14 after these things? What is the story in verse 14? We have read the story of in, 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 I'm sorry, sir, in chapter 14. We have read the story in chapter 14 in this program, maybe in the first day, when we are talking about uh, the the war of uh, Sodom and what and Gomorrah. Are you getting me now? It's talking that after the battle, that's what it talk. After these things, after what happened in chapter fourteen, after these things, the word of God came to Abraham in Ephesians, saying, "Fear not." Are you Are you getting me now? As we are here now, there may be some things in my heart, in your heart, that still cause you to have what I call fear. Sometimes we have fear what our future is going to be. When we see the way things are going. 
sometimes we have fear about the way our children are behaving. Even when we look at what is even going on in our, around, around this place, over all these children, you are going to have one fear or the other. Are you, am, I, am I talking to somebody? So you are going to be thinking of, am I, how, how am I going to raise them properly? How, how am I going to raise them that they are going to follow God, that, that they are not going to become like children of this country? That may be our fear. So Abraham have his own fear, and his fear is based on already is blessed, is worthy, is rich. But when he died, nobody to leave the the inheritance for. He need to ask God ask God questions. You see, I should not fear. Okay, I agree. But God says something to Abraham. He said, fear not, Abraham. I'm your seed. What is the, what they are talking about seed? What do you mean by seed? Eh? Tide. Uh -huh. I'm your covering. I'm your protector. I'm the one in the back of your life. I'm with you. He said, and I Exceeding great reward. What did the Bible call children for, for us? What did the Bible call children for us? Do you know the Bible called children for us? Reward. But God is now saying to Abraham, children is not your reward. I'm your reward. Are you getting me now? Eh? God is saying, mm -mm -mm. when you have me, you have everything. When you have me, you don't need anything again. Because all what you are going to need, all what you are going to need is, from, is, is in me. We come only through me. Are you getting me? Are you getting me now? I pray that our children will not fail. Amen. They are not going to fail us. Amen. But I'm telling you, if they fail, God cannot fail. Are you getting me? We cannot replace God with anything in our lives. God is very, very important than anything we are praying for. I always said to people all the time that uh, if, you, if you leave God because of anything, anything that you leave God, anything you leave God for, will surely leave you one day. Are you getting what I'm talking today now? If you leave God because of uh, I don't have this, I don't have that, I've been praying, 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 praying about this, nothing comes, nothing, nothing happens. I don't think I will continue like this. I'm tired of this church. I'm tired of coming to prayer on, on, on every Thursday. I'm tired of all this prayer we are praying. I've been praying this kind of prayer about uh, five years, six years, nothing happened. I'm tired of everything. If you, if, if you dare leave God because of anything, that thing that you leave God for, we also leave you one day. If you leave God because of, of a woman, 
that woman is going to leave you. So God is trying to show to Abraham, when you have me, you have everything. Are you getting me now? To me, it's like God is even selling himself to Abraham here. Have me first. See me as your reward. See me as everything first. Before you'll be talking about this or that. Praise the Lord. Every Christian must follow his relationship with God before any other things. Do you, do you know we come to before God every day because of what we want to receive from God? Not because of God himself. We come to this kind of a pray, or prayer because of what we want to receive from God. Not because of God himself. Do you know the Bible says that a rich man always has many friends? Do you read that? Because God is rich, God is worthy, God is the source of everything, many people come to God to come and receive. They don't love God. That is the reason why you are going to see people who come to church. After God answered their prayer, you are not going to see them again. They vanish away. They are no more, you are not going to see them again. But when they, when they first of all came to the church, they started praying. They attended every prayer. They see pastor. Pastor prayed for them. He prayed on phone. He prayed everywhere. But the moment their prayer is answered, you are not going to see them again. Because they don't come to God because they love God, but they come to God because they want to receive from God. Are you getting me now? I said to people that, uh, do you know that God is even more important to you than, than God promises to you? Abby, mommy is here. There may be things, there may be time when you are young. That God, mommy is going to make promise. He will not be able to fail it. Is that how happened before? Can you remember that happened before? But do you leave her as mother? Because she cannot fulfill her promises. Even when God cannot even fail in his promise. But even when the promise is delayed. Even when the promise seems to us it will not come to pass. God must still remain to be our God. Abraham has been working with God. God has been making promise. Nothing happened. But God, he never leave God. Do you know that sometimes when God needs you, he will answer you speedily. I don't, I don't hear what I... Eh? When God want to, when God needs your hair, when God wants to have relationship with you, because God knows that the moment He answers you, you are, He's not going to see you again. 
you don't you don't get what I'm trying to say now. You get what I'm trying to say now. Eh? Sometimes when a woman when a, a woman is befriending a man and the man wants to marry the woman, he won't treat that woman or that lady as he treated other women. I don't know whether I'm saying something that is meaningful. There are some things you are going to be expecting from him. He will not he will, he won't listen to you. But he won't because he know that. If he, if he can give you a car the day you the day you you met you mean you met you met her if he can give you a car <laughs> praise praise the Lord and he give you a car that day you, you may not even go to, you may not come you may not even come to him again because you have received what you want you have received what you desire but moment you moment he refuse to give you what you what you need from him you are still going to have this thing of seeking him looking for him. Abraham knows that it is only God that can give him children. And God did not give him, so he, reviewed, he, he did not leave God. He remained with God. So don't leave God, don't leave God because of anything. Remain with him. Your own time also will come. Then when we now get to chapter 2, verse 2, he said, God now said to him, Let's look at verse 2. Uh, okay, Abraham replied, because Abraham knows what God is trying to say. Mommy, Abraham knows what God is saying. When he say, I'm your reward, Abraham knows that children are your reward. Abraham had to say to him, Abraham said to Lord, God, what will thou give me? Because when you say you are my reward, are you getting me? The legacy God wants Abraham to leave behind is God of Abraham. You don't get the point. The legacy God wants Abraham to do what? To leave behind is what? Is God of Abraham. That's the legacy. So Abraham now says, I'm tired, less so. No children, do what are you trying to tell me? Are you telling me that this man that is my slave, uh, Elisa of Damascus, will now be my heir? What did God say in verse 3? Uh, Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and no one born in my house is my heir. Yes, number 4. Verse 4, yes. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, this shall not be thy heir. But it does a comfort out of their own bowel shall be thy heir. Do you think Abraham need more promises or he just or he need a child? Or, eh? Instead of God to you say, okay, tomorrow your wife is going to conceive. God still, God still make God still, God still make what? Promise. God still make promise. Are you getting me now? Do you know where prayer begin? Eh? Prayer begin from no faith until you are going to have faith. Say to somebody beside you like that. When you begin prayer, there's no faith. The moment you are praying and God now make promise to you when you are praying, 
The promise of God become your faith. When you are now go back to God, you are no more going back to God like say, God, I want you to do this thing. Mm -mm. Because God has already, he has already told you what he's going to do. What you have been doing to God now say, you have said this to me. And because you have said it, it must come to pass. At that time, you cannot stand against the enemy and say, enemy, there's nothing you can do. This must come to pass in my life. This is the word I've received from God. And it must come to pass in my life. Are you getting what I'm trying to say now? And at the end of the day, did God answer Abraham or not? Eh? He did it. He did. And the same thing will happen to you. I say the same thing will happen to everybody. If God answer our forefather Abraham, God is going to answer you tonight. going to answer you tonight. Let's look at the second place we are going to read before we go to prayer. Let's look at the second place. And that is uh, Psalm 138. Verse 8. Um, we are talking about the what remains in our life that God must perfect it. Or what remains in our life that God must do. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Do you see that one? What, the thing that remain in my life, in your life, and that is the area you are going to call upon God for this evening. What are the things that remains in your life? You have been praying to God for so many things and God has answered so many prayers. But there's still something that remains. Is there anybody among us has something that is remaining in his life that I want God to do something about? Yes, Let me see your hand up. That you have something that you want God to do something. Don't, don't forget that Abraham himself, because sometimes when you have been asking for one thing in the hand of God and you have spent years on it, you will be discouraged. You will lose hope. You will think it will not happen again. It's always happened to the people of God like that. It happened even to Abraham. Hope is completely lost. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Because some of us, if I don't say all these things to you, Nobody can exhort you again because you are already fed up of the situation. Even when they are praying, you are just praying. You don't believe in it again. You think you think it will not come. It will not come because you have been praying about it for a long time. And the same thing applies to Abraham too. And so many people in the Word of God, what they have been praying for. For a long time. One year, two years, three years. The situation still remains to be the same. And they think, I don't think this thing will happen again. Prayer is not like a, a charm. You know what I mean by a charm? Time always can work quickly. 
Are you getting me now? It's like when you put uh, kerosene or petrol on a dry, uh, what are you call it? Uh, dry uh, plank or, or dry firewood. When you put uh, petrol on, on them, what, are, what do you think is going to happen? And you put fire. You will catch fire easily. Are you getting me now? But in a very short time, when the petrol is no more there, fire died. You may pray about something for 20 years. But the day God started answering your prayer concerning it, that answer to your prayer for that, from that day on may last forever. How many of you know that prayer we pray today will still affect our children tomorrow? The prayer we pray today will still affect our generation tomorrow. Are you going to tell us now? There's no overdose in prayer. And prayer has no expiry date. Are you going to tell us now? There are prayers you are praying today that your children, they are still going to receive the reward tomorrow. The, the word of your prayer. They will think they are the one who know how to do it. They, are not, they, will, they will not know that it's God that is answering the prayer of their fathers, of their mothers. Because they have committed them, they have committed them to the hands of the Lord right from their youth, right from their, right from their, right from their childhood. They have been praying for them. They have been praying for them. They have been praying for them. You will see that. So that is the reason why when you are praying today, not every prayer you pray today will be answered today. There are prayers that God is going to put them in reserve for you, for your future. Am I, am I talking to somebody? Not every prayer you pray today will happen today. So, you see, prayer is like sowing. When you are sowing a seed, you are not going to reap, you are not going to have harvest the same day. Is that the one true? Uh, and sometimes, it depends on the, on, on the kind of prayer you are praying. Because there are some seeds that you are, when you sow them today, within three months you will be reaping the, 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 the result. Am I right? But as for some seed, when you sow them today, before you reap them, maybe five years, ten years. Are you, get, are you get me now? Somebody said that one of the hindrances in the road of prayer is insincerity. He now said, I want to tell you, the moment you are sincere when you are praying, all what you pray for will come to pass. The moment you are sincere when you are praying, the moment you know that you are not a hindrance to your prayer, the moment you know that I'm not a stopping block to what I'm praying for, Be sure that all what you pray for will come to pass one day. So, what are the things you want God to perfect in your life? That is the singular prayer we are praying. Which area of your life that you think, hey, I still ask, I have issue in this area? Children, husband, wife, work, 
my head. Are you getting me now? Which area of your life that you are trusting God for miracles? So, when you want to ask God tonight, I want us to be so definite in our asking. So that when you are definite in your asking, when God, just like what I told you yesterday, when God answers your prayer, you will know. That I remember in our one-week prayer last year, when they asked me to pray for what I think it remains in my life. When they asked me to pray for my butt, but you know what I mean by butt? My butt. And I call upon God for this. God answer my prayer. And that will be our portion today. You have been committing this thing to prayer for long, but trust God for this prayer you are going to pray tonight. Please, trust God. You have been praying about it, too. People have been, people have been helping you to pray about it, too. You have fasted before about it, too. But this one we are going to pray tonight, God will surely do something about it. He will do something about your home. He will do something about your family, about your husband, about your wife, about your children, about your work, about your stay in this country. God will do something about it. Just stand up. That rock that never fails. Let me hide in you. Let me hide in you. In you there is once again that rock that never fails. Let me hide in you. Let me hide in you. In you, that I don't hear you singing. That rock that never fails. Let me hide in you. Let me hide in you. Hello. In you. Hallelujah, that rock that never fails. Let me hide in you. Let me hide in you. In you, there is victory. Amen. Continue thanking God. You never failed me before. I know you never failed me before. Remind God about all prayer you have prayed before and God has answered. And I'm trusting you that you're going to answer this one for me also. There are times like this when I face these challenges and I call upon your name and you honor me and you answer me. If you have answered me before, I know that you are going to answer me also today. Continue thanking God for that because it's God that do answering prayer. I've called upon you in this area of my life before. And you have honored my prayer. I want to trust you also that the one I'm going to ask for today, you are going to answer me too. You are going to answer me too. Just remind God of the prayer you have prayed before. Say, that's it. There are times in my life 
when I face these challenges, when I face this problem, when I don't know the way out in this area of my life, and I call upon your name, and you honor me, and you answered me, and you find solution to, the, to, to this problem for me. I know you are going to do the same for me tonight. Let's continue thanking God for that. Father, I want to bless your name. We want to honor your name. I know we have so many answering to prayer in this church. I know, I know. I've witnessed some that you answer the prayer of your people in this church. Some people have, they have, they, they, they came to this church hopelessly having, not, having nothing to point to. Having nowhere to go. But they call upon your name here. Whether in the prayer of say to me, O oh Lord, whether on Thursday prayer, whether on Sunday prayer, whether personal prayer they pray or the one your minister, your word, your your servant pray for them. And although a lot of them they have have a lot of testimony here. They have come to the front to share their testimony of your doing in their life, of your miraculous doing of your life, of how you have of how you have of how you have broken uh, have broken the yoke of enemy, the yoke of sicknesses, the yoke of poverty in their life. Oh, Father, you that, that you have done that one before, you can do it again. We believe that you can do it again. You can do it again. You will do it again. You can do it again. You will do it again. You have, you have done it before and you are going to do it again. Continue thanking God because you are going to ask God now and God is going to do something great in your life today. Just continue thanking God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Three times, one singular prayer. When we stand up, we are going to praise. We are going to sit down, we pray. We are going to go to our knees, we pray. What are the definite things? What are the area of your butt? The area of your butt. God has done everything perfect, but it remains this area in my life. God has been good to me all under, but it remains this area in my life. Do you remember when the Abraham, when Abraham is praying, he's already ready. That's no problem. His problem is that who am I going to leave this property for? <laughs> Are you getting me now? The property is there already. But his problem is, ah, if I die today, because the man is becoming old and he's looking at the way things are going. Ah, who am I leaving this thing for? That is his problem. That is why you say, ah, 
so he, 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 so he created fear in his heart. He was troubled. He was not happy. But God said, no, you are not going to leave this one. For Eliza of Damascus, you are not going to leave this one. A son will come out from you. What are you believing God for? As you stand up, continue to call upon the name of the Lord. That aspect that you trust God that God can do. Take it serious, please, for Christ's sake. Pray to God. This is the area I want something to happen in this prayer. Let's pray in the mighty name of Jesus. It may be about your head. It may be about your children. It may be about your husband. It may be about the work you are doing. What are the areas that is very, very crucial to, crucial to you? What are the areas that you know you just, God, need, God just needs to do something about it? Pray. Pray to God. In Jesus' name we pray. Sit down and pray again. Repeat that prayer before God. Repeat that prayer before God. Emphasize that prayer before God. In this fasting and prayer, this time of next year, in this, if anybody is even hearing us at home, please pray, wherever you may be. And you, hear, you are hearing us. What is the area of your butt? What is the area that you, you think it remains in your life that God must do something about? Please talk, talk to God about that area in your life. Wherever you are watching us, just talk to God about that area in your life. The Lord is going to surprise you. The Lord is going to break that yoke in your life. You are trusting God for the, for the fruit of the womb. 
Today is your day. This time is your own time. This program is for you. Today is your day. Are you trusting God for job? Are you trusting God to, to suffer, to, to, to sort out your problem and remain in this country? It is your time. Pray to God. Pray to God. It is about your health challenges. Pray to God. God visit me. Visit my head. Visit my head. Restore my head back. Restore my head back. Restore it miraculously. Break every yoke in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Today is your day. Today is my day too. Pray to God. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Before you go to our next, listen to this song. God is moving one more time. God is moving one more time. God is moving one more time. In my life. Moving me Precious Lord, move in me, precious Lord, move in me, precious Lord, in my life. Let's pray. God is moving one more time. God is moving one more time. God is moving. One more time in my life. Ah, move in me, precious Lord. Move in me, precious Lord. Move in me, precious Lord. In my life. Once again, God is moving. One more time. God is moving one more time. God is moving one more time in my life. Hallelujah, move in me, precious Lord. Move in me, precious Lord. Move in me, precious Lord. In my life. We all go to our knees. I also am going to my knees. Continue talking to God seriously. Move concerning this. Do something concerning this. Lord, move concerning this. Move, 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 move. I want to see your move around me. I want to see your move in my home. I want to see your move in the life of my children. I want to see your move in this thing I'm facing in my life, this program must solve my problem. My testimony must come after this program. It is my season of change. It is my season of mercy, of miracle, 
let's continue talking to God seriously about our life. The area of your butt in your life, that is the area I asked you to emphasize before God. The area of your butt, emphasize it before God. Continue thanking God like say God has answered your prayer. Continue thanking God like God has answered your prayer. You will surely rejoice. I promise you, you are going to rejoice. All of us, we are going to rejoice together. The Lord will honor us. Even when you are in your house, you cannot come and you are listening to us, you are looking at us. Continue, continue thanking God because you are going to come from wherever you may be. And you are going to be come here to come and give a powerful testimony of the Lord's doing in your family, of your Lord's doing in your home. Because God has visited yours, He has visited your birth today. That problem is no more there. Healing, miracle, deliverance has taken has taken place in your life. Change has occurred. Continue thanking God for that. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Father, once again, we want to say thank you. Lord, the solemn prayer of a righteous man have been led much. We have lifted up our voice to you. Lord, let there be an immediate answer to God in the name of Jesus. Let those both be addressed to God in the name of Jesus. Let there be testimony in this house, O God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Let's rise on our feet. We have two more things. We are going to close before time today, which is good. Hallelujah. Let's quickly package our offering as a Christian wherever we go. 
Let's give our goodwill offering today. Hallelujah. If it is too much for you, please don't overburden yourself.